book babes and everything in between. We are finally back with another episode of Author's Reign, Who Owns the Throne? Woo! Who do we have today, Jen? We have special guest Hillary Raymer. Welcome. So great to have you on. So great to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. I have followed you for a while now, and I love you. <laughs> we have her main book, Crown of Roses. It's so beautiful. This is actually the one that you sent me. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was showing Charlotte earlier because we were going to make a cocktail like that had the flowers and stuff that is on your book, and I forgot that this my copy looks different than the copy in this, the Amazon, and I was like, oh. Well, we are going to use this one and make a drink that looks more like this one then. <laughs> yeah, and I have those, um, the hardcover and the paperback. So. Yes. <laughs> that's, I was looking at the hardcover one. I was like, oh. That's oh, what I'm well. going to get. I'm the I have this so. one. <laughs> so and we'll for make those who uh, are unaware of Hillary Raymer, which if you are unaware, why are you? I don't understand. Uh, she is also the author of Until Forever, Someday Maybe, and two new books releasing in 2023. We've got Throne of Dreams and Realm of Nightmares coming out, which is super exciting. Ooh. But those who are a fan of Crown of Roses, we've got Secret Identity, Enemies to Lovers, yes. Betrayal, Found Family, Toucher and Die, Irish Lore. <laughs> You name it. So many fun things, so man. Many, all the things that we love. <laughs> uh, but we are very excited that you're going to be an attending author at Book Scouts and Crowns yes, Chapter 2. And an interesting fact that I found, a first High Lady of the Solar Corps at Land of Dreams Ball in 2024. Uh, as attending vendors ourselves for Book Scouts and Crowns, we're super excited but extremely nervous uh, for this being our first event going through. So what goes through your mind when just preparing for all these big things and these growing events that are coming up? Um so it's funny because this is my first big event too. Will be yeah. books, gowns, and crowns. Yeah. So um, I have no idea what to expect. Um, I'm just gonna kind of like hope for the best. I've got. I've been doing like I know I'm gonna bring um, because it's in May, so book two will already be out. So I'll yes. probably bring. I don't know if I'm gonna do hardcovers and paperbacks or just paperbacks. I haven't decided, but I'm gonna have like. All the swag, all the merch, the pretty gown. Um, but it's a it's a lot, and it's crazy because um, I actually also just got invited to like the Starfall Ball in yes. Salt Lake City, which is the weekend after Book Scouts and Crown. I I got invited to that one, but I turned it down because I was just like I don't think I will be able to turn around that fast. <laughs> Because I'm going I'm, to Book Scouts Crowns as a vendor for the Dirty Llama Co. And I was yeah. just like, I would love to if it was like a few weeks away. A few weeks. But it's literally the next weekend. The and next we're not weekend. coming back until like Monday from it. And it's, <laughs> and it's um it's Memorial Day weekend too, which I didn't realize. Um, I forgot about that. Riley will be at her dad's. Uh, so like my <laughs> – so I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. But, yeah, it's a, it's a lot um, to prepare for. Um, so yeah, it's just, I'm trying to take it like baby steps a little bit. Yes. That's what we're doing too. Yeah. That would, that definitely would be, I I mean, I, as a vendor myself and same with Charlotte, like for crowns and cocktails, I was trying to think of like, oh my God, what designs, what sizes, what do we take all kinds of stuff? Do we take just some, (laughs) like, and especially like they said, it's, it's like two days this time and it's hours long. 
I'm like, so if we just sell out, do we just do we sit there? there? I'm like, if I, if I sell I out, I'm shopping myself. <laughs> but, but it looks like for, so much fun. We know for a fact you'll fit in so easily too with just like the whole um, fantasy realm that crown and crown of roses represents mm-hmm. and just like us going in and thinking, Oh, we don't, we don't know anybody. And like, her book is spicy. So, Oh yeah. If you've got smut, that's a <laughs> that was my problem last year is there weren't a whole lot of smutty, like really like smutty or like really spicy authors or a ton of YA authors, which is right up her alley. And I was like, well, I mean, I still left with nine books that I got, but I was like, dang it. I wanted more spicy authors there. Yeah. But it seems like there's going to be a few this time. Is there anybody that you're actually excited to see the most at Books, Gowns, and Crowns? Um, you guys. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, I, have a, I have a couple of friends um, that I've met through like Book Talk um, mm-hmm. that will be there. So that's going to be exciting because we're going to try to like get together. Um, I honestly, though, I, I haven't even like really checked the, the list of attending authors and I probably yeah. should, I think I've like, I mean, and it, I feel like it changes but, a lot too. Yeah, so it's, it's ever changing. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think I've looked at it in probably a month. Yeah. And least. even then it's, yeah. it's for the best. Yeah. Even the day before it could change. <laughs> yeah. There could be other people. Some of my friends, like they wanted to be authors there and they didn't get chosen or something. And I was like, just go and like, give your books out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I was like, that's what I would have done if they didn't pick me to be a vendor. I'd be went with my shirts and be like, $29, which is like, <laughs> they kicked me out. It's like security dragging me away. <laughs> like, no. So while we're on the topic of preparing for things, so you wrote Throne of Dreams in three months? Yes. That, oh that I God. find, I'm like, that's so I bad. have trouble finishing a book. I don't, I don't think months. I could write nine pages in three months, to be honest. <laughs> do, you, do you have like a special, special ritual? Like you, you're like, lock the doors, keep the family away, <laughs> light, light, a candle. light a candle, put something on in the background. So, so I kind of, I feel like I should say that that was probably a fluke. Um, <laughs> you're like, what and done, I, that was it. <laughs> I put myself on a hardcore deadline to get it done. Um, and I did it and I didn't, I don't feel like I sacrificed. Like I just got my one of, I just got like an email back from my editor um, today and she's like, you know, your story is really strong. The arcs are there. You made me cry. And that's a really difficult feat. And I was like, Oh yay. You know, Arthur goal or author goal unlocked. But, um, but it's kind of one of those things where I don't think I'll do it that fast again. Um, yeah. you know, I was like, I homeschool my kids. So, um, like I have them here during the day and it was like one of those things where I was like, I felt like I was always at the computer and not doing, you know, like other things. So I might try to, so like Throne of Dreams comes out in March and then Realm of Nightmares doesn't come out until September. And so I think I'm going to take like a little bit longer to write this, not because I don't think it's going to take me that long, but just so I can like take my time with it yeah. and kind of, like, you know, get into the world and not feel like this massive, like weight of deadline. Like, yeah, like, oh my God, I have to finish it now. Mm-hmm. We talk yeah. to our uh, good friend, Amber Palmer all the time and just the nervousness of pushing back dates too, yeah. in order to what you feel like is to have to perfect your story and um, what you've been trying to put out there too. And, just worried about the back talk you could get or worried about getting when it's like, you know, you're still human. Yeah. And then we always tell her like, take care of yourself. Like, don't worry about anyone else. It's 
take care of your mental health and worry about your family and everything else. We'll still be here. Yeah. We'll still be here. We're still going to read that book. <laughs> I'm like, if you want to release it in 2028, that's fine with me. I'll yeah. read it then. <laughs> I actually, I mean, I actually pushed back um, the release of Realm of Nightmares. Nobody really knows yeah. because I never really announced that it was going to be, it was originally going originally gonna to be out in like July. Really? Um, and I was just like, mm, I don't know if I want to like, because the biggest issue I had with Throne of Dreams is I made myself... I put myself deadline to finish it right around the time of release week of crown of roses. And that was a chaotic mess and I will never do it again. Yeah. So I'm going to give myself a little more time this time. I'm like, nobody really knows that it's yeah. coming out in July. So I'm just going to push it back a couple months. Exactly. Right, yeah. It'll be fine. And you know what? Yeah. Be sneaky about it. They never <laughs> have to know. <laughs> Unless they listen to the podcast and then they'll know. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're like, uh, that part was just kidding. JK. <laughs> All right. So for people who haven't, like the two of us, unfortunately, who have yet to read Crown of Roses, but we're still two people who are very character driven when it comes to any story. Like if you, if you know, if you feel like you have some dry characters, you're worried about how that could affect any type of plot and development. And we're curious as to who you would say is, was the hardest character to write and develop throughout all three books. And then who was your favorite character? Yes. To write and develop. Those are great questions. Um, so I would say that the hardest to write, at least in book one in Crown of Roses, was definitely Tiernan. And he's one of the male main characters. Um, he was he's really awful to Maeve. Like just says really, really unkind things. But I knew that there was like a line that I couldn't cross in terms of how mean he could be. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, it's not, it's not like a dark romance or anything like that, but there's still like that, that line where I'm like, okay, how far can I push it before readers are like, F this guy. I think yeah. he jumps off a cliff and dies. There's like you know? no redemption for him. Yeah. No redemption. <laughs> um, so that was really kind of difficult to like to hold and maintain, um, which I think I did a fairly good job of, um, mm-hmm. till the end. So, Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Oh, I don't. No, it's in a good way. It's in a good way. Um, but throughout, like, the... But in, in Throne of Dreams, though, he was... Um, so, Crown of Roses is, is all from Maeve's POV. POV through the whole book. Um, and then in Throne of Dreams, you get Maeve and Tiernan's POV. Um, so, that was... It was fun to actually, like, you know, get inside of his head and, like figure out how I would have him react to certain situations and like certain things and what I want him to say and do. Um, but at the same time, he had this like certain kind of like demeanor that he had to like maintain. Mm. So it was, um, it was tricky. And then I don't really, I haven't written book three yet, so I can't, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I don't know what he's going to get into there, but yeah, I'll try to make sure he's fine. We were actually just talking about something so much that not too long ago, I think on an episode, actually, not even just one of our normal basic book conversations where we're always just like, why did the man do that? And then you get to a POV and you're like, Okay. okay. <laughs> I get it. Okay. It's not so bad. There was something else there. Uh, actually, one of my favorite questions that we ended up asking Amber Palmer too was that: Do you come up with the um, the character's name right away? Was that character's name like always in your head right from the get go? Um. So, for the FMC Maeve, it was that was always her name. Um, Tiernan's name changed like 
multiple times um, yeah. because I, because, you know, so it's based off Irish lore. So if you look at like Celtic and like Irish names, they all kind of end in like the same kind of like E N or A N like letters or sounds. Mm-hmm. So at one point I had like Rowan and Tiernan and Caridwin and I had all these N N N sounding names and I was like, okay, I have to like something has to give. So I <laughs> changing different names like little pieces from here and here and putting them together yeah Yeah. originally though originally in like one of the multiples of drafts of this book um his name was like riordan or reardon or something like that but it was just too much (laughs) you're like no i'm I'm switching it (laughs) i love that you gotta have that though you gotta have that click inside you yeah gotta gotta set well and also now you have to make sure that you can like put the names together for like when readers like want to like, oh, yeah. characters. Then they, they yeah. Sound, I'm like, Oh, well this isn't going to work. Cause readers they have their like, couple oh, name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I got another character question off the top of my head. They're just rolling off the tongue right now. <laughs> but, um, aside from your series, I am curious to any series, any cards on the table. Who's your favorite book character? Nesta. Nesta? Okay. Okay. Absolutely. I love that. Nesta's great. I I will die on that. I can't relate. I'm like, I love Nesta because I feel like she's one of those people that she had a fucked up trauma. She had a really bad life. Bunch of shit happened to her. And she's dealing with it in her own way. Is it always the best way? No. But she's working through it. But I feel like that gives her like a really great, you know, because everyone is flawed, right? So she can't be, you know, she can't be perfect. Um, But I, I love her. Gives her a better story than Elaine. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if anyone knows, but I have a Nessa shirt and Dirty Lamaco. You know, go check it out now. I'm like, this podcast is sponsored by Dirty Lamaco. <laughs> That's what we do the whole time. We're like, go buy Crown of Roses. Go Crown of Roses. <laughs> go buy it on Kindle. Go buy it on paperback, hardback author sign copies <laughs> whatever the fan art the bookmarks the stickers all of it i love all of it in case you didn't catch up we like promoting <laughs> yes. we're, like we're always like what what in the author can we promote what small shop can we promote yeah what's next what's on the list <laughs> let's go all right so uh in your amazon bio it said that um you enjoy books more that sweep you away to far off places which in in reality who doesn't who doesn't want that um so but in real life whether you're with your family or you're by yourself what's that one place that you can think of off the top of your head when you're like you know what i just need a little bit of a break let me let the words come to me again i'll come back where's the one place you would go um so usually like when i feel like i need to like recharge um I like to like be out in nature, whether that's, you know, just like going for a walk or sitting on the porch in the sunshine or sitting in my backyard. Obviously I can't do those things now because it's like, yeah, really freaking cold outside. It's really yeah. cold. Um, but at the same time, you know, sometimes cold air is nice. However, briefly, you know, just run out, bundle yeah. up, but, you know, even when it, if we ever get snow here, you know, I would no. probably, you know, go out in the snow and just like, there's just something like very, it's like, it's good for my soul. Yeah. You know, whether it's the mountains or the beach or, you know, forests or whatever. Yeah. I think the only place that like wasn't good for my soul was when we were like, we were stationed in Arizona in the middle of the desert. Um, That's awesome. And there was just, there was nothing refreshing about that. 
So. Yeah. You just walk outside and you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I've never really wanted to live Arizona, Las Vegas, anywhere Anything like that. Dry, dry yeah. gross. I'll go visit, but that's it. That that's all you're gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't know. I might move to Texas with Jess someday. You know, it's not too bad there. But I've also only went for like weekend visits. I haven't been there for longer than a couple of days, four days maybe. But I'm like, oh, I could I could do that. And it was also only like. 70 or 80 when I was there, not like 120. It's like, ugh, no, thank you. Do you think you take any of those kind of characteristics that you have, like whatever is your sanctuary and put them into either your main character or certain characters in your books? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Who, what one of your, what one of your characters do you feel is more like you? Are you put your, have you put yourself in any characters? Um, yeah, so there's actually a side character. Um, her name is Caridwin, and she's actually Tiernan's um, twin sister, younger by like eight minutes. Um, but I she's, love that. <laughs> <laughs> she's more, um, she's more um, soft-spoken and kind of quiet and reserved. Um, and I feel like I relate a lot to her, um, just in like terms of like her man- mannerism and like how she you know comes across to people and stuff like that yeah um but at the same time i gave Maeve um my love of reading so she's like a big reader you know she reads like all the books yeah um not even i mean well to an extent so i mean i I prefer fiction she'll read some fiction but she also does like a lot of research and stuff like that to like Mm -hmm. learn and like you know just like make herself more educated Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be relatable to your audience. I was just telling that to um, Jordan Day. Her Sorry, dog's making Bailey's a lot being of an asshole. She knows when she's not she, getting the attention. She um, walked over and there's like a piece of cardboard and she literally goes over and like looks over and like stomps it. And then, and then shoved it out of the way. She'll and make she's... eye contact with us. Be like, you guys done yet? On purpose. She's the worst. Yeah, she knows. She doesn't care yeah. who we have on. Mm-hmm. She's so unsupportive. You're not supporting your mother. Anyway, (laughs) before Bailey interrupted, uh, yeah, I was just talking to Jordan Day how it's like I see so many parts in books where, you know, a certain character has to have that sanctuary. And then you you feel that to yourself where it's like, yeah, you you have to have that for yourself, whether it's just like on your couch, whether it's, you know, next to your bookcase, your office, anywhere on the beach, in the forest. Like you said, like, it's just one thing that you can relate so much to your own readers. Mine's like in my room, in my Snuggie, reading. Lock the door. Lock the door. door. (laughs) Vibrator out. I was just going to say that. No one come in here. Um, So one of the most interesting things I uh, kind of figured out was I had no idea that your first two books were uh, contemporary at first. So um, what made you decide to take the leap from contemporary romance to fantasy romance? Was that kind of always the plan or do you just kind of figure out these stories as they go? Um, So fantasy romance has always been my favorite. Um, but there was a time a couple years ago where I was like trying so hard to be, um, traditionally published. And, you know, I feel like after a while, um, the rejections kind of, you know, like take a toll to you. Yeah. Um, and I, it wasn't that they were all bad. I had, you know, I had a couple agents that like would reach out and request the full manuscript and I would send them the whole thing. And I'm always like, this is it, this is it. And then it would be like 
you know, it's just, it's just not right or just not this time or whatever the case may be. Um, and so I actually, I stopped writing fantasy for three years because of it. Um, because I thought I wasn't good enough. And so I was like, well, you know, I can write contemporary. I know I can, um, I know I can write it. I know I can sell it. Um, and it got to the point where like those two books were technically, technically going to be like a five part series. Um, they weren't, they weren't easy to write. Not in the sense that, um, it more so in terms of like the topic, right? So they kind of focus more on like, um, military families because, mm. you know, my dad was a Marine, my husband's a Marine, my brothers were Marines. So in someday, maybe I had to ask them like really hard questions. Um, and I had to like, you know, listen to like the really difficult answers. And I feel like that kind of like, you know, well, it hurt after a while. Um, So I was like on my phone. I was like, well, you know, let me just pull up this fantasy book that I wrote, which at the time was called like Crown of Tears or something horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Something very dramatic. That could be a novella off of this one. (laughs) Um, So I pulled it up and I started reading what I wrote and I got so mad at myself. Because um, I was like, damn, this is really good. And I put my phone down and I walked away and I was just so agitated um, that I had quit on myself. And so then I just decided, you know what, screw it. I'm going to I'm going to write this book. I'm going to fix this book. I'm going to make it, you know, worthwhile and, and publish it. And I've actually it's taken me probably like 10 years to write Crown of Roses. It's wow. gone back and forth a lot oh. in terms of like. The basics of the plot have always been there. I always knew it was going to be Faye. I always knew um, it was going to have, like, a princess. I don't want to say, like, too much like it was. But there are certain <laughs> things, right, that I, that I always knew. Like, possible um, spoiler alert. It, just, it was just, like, a lot of, like, writing and rewriting and writing. And, you know, over the time, you know, since I had been writing it, you know, I'd, I'd gone to writers' conferences, and I'd grown, and I'd learned more. Um so when I wrote it and, um, I started to see that people really didn't enjoyed it. I mean, it just it kind of blew the two contemporary ones out of the water so far. So yeah, that's that story. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. 10 years. I can't even imagine. Like, uh, you almost made me tear up to be honest. I, know, like, <laughs> I was like, she gave up right now. Right now. <laughs> Like that was, I love that though. And yeah. I'm sure, and I'm sure book talk definitely to a degree had, had some help with that, at least for crown of roses for sure. In order they, to, to push that. Promotions, Actually, um, one of the best, one of the best comments I got was, um, from someone and she was like, I am so proud of you for not giving up, you know, screw everyone in New York. They don't know what they're missing. Yada, yada, yada. And it was like yeah. the best kind of thing. So, You're yeah. like, I've made it. So I'd have been like, I've peaked. This I is it. Yeah, I remember when she had showed me your book and I was like, I don't even have to be convinced to find out what the book is about. The cover is enough. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous cover. We we Thank love you. talking to like anybody too about what goes into designing covers, yeah. redesigning covers, special editions. Like what was what was the first thought process for that too? It's a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Crown of Roses, you know, came out in like October and I reached out to a cover artist back in May 
thinking, this is plenty of time. Surely we can make this work. I was mistaken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I paid her upfront for all four books that are going to be part of the Faven saga. And I paid her over like $4,000. Um, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, it was by August of this past year, I had like one image that I could work with and it was like an ebook cover. Um, she wasn't responding. She told me that her email went down for like two weeks and just, and then she had made like one of the flowers on the original cover, like larger. And she used it to like cover up this like white spot that had showed up on one of the files she gave me. It was like this whole, it was like this avalanche of like problems that happened. Yeah. Um, so I had to like fire her, which was don't recommend. I don't, I don't yeah. like doing that. I don't like confrontation. It was really yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, I paid her for what she did give me, which was stuff that I, I don't even use anymore. Um, and then I got the rest of the money back, which was a relief, but you know, she made it sound like she was doing me a favor. Yeah. So you're like, well, um, you kind of yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So, but my girlfriend, Rietta, is really good with, um, she's an author too, and she's really good with um, Canva. And she's like, we can do this. We can, we can design your cover. Um, oh my God, I might be so, a cover designer soon. Sure <laughs> so I gave her like a general idea and we collabed on Canva so we could each see what the other was doing. Hmm. Um, and we, we created, um, the paperback and the hardcover just in like two days. That's awesome. It's gorgeous. Thank you. I love it. But it's so interesting to hear because it's one of those things where it's like, no, you're not just typing words on a computer and pushing that out and boom, the work's done for you. It's all of these things that you have to think of in yeah. order to reach your audience. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the covers are a, a big, big deal. Cause if you say like, don't judge a book by its cover, people fucking do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, 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 I do it too. <laughs> I gladly judge books by the covers. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I don't know how that's going to look on my shelf. I'll get in Kindle, but <laughs> I'm not going to buy an artifact. Yeah. Me. I'm like a person's on it. Okay, See, I'll just look at you from the side. Oh, yeah, that's, I, like uh, a lot of Sophie Lark's books, they have people on them for like her original covers. So I have like some of her books, and I'm always like, "All right, you're gonna go piled, so I don't have to look at the naked people." But I love her books. So it's like, but the direction, I'll with deal the, with it. The direction with the purple, though. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, so I love pretty. it. it Good to, it was a wonderful direction. <laughs> we like I just purple. knew I knew that I didn't want it to go. I didn't want to go with like the standard like black you know i feel like so yeah. many fantasy books are like you know um just very dark on in terms of like just you know covers and you yeah know, not even necessarily content um and i was like purple's my favorite color so i'm just gonna go with it i mean i think even on my bookshelf most of my books are black and the ones that my eyes are drawn to is yours and then my copy of darling venom because i have the pink edition so, like, when I'm looking at my bookshelf, I go to your book, and I go to that book every time it's as smart. soon as I look. Because it's like, your oh. eyes, eyes got to be drawn to it. That, that was a smart book. I always make my colored books, or for the most part, I make my colored books the ones that face out so that you can see. Yeah. Because I like that pop, that bigger pop on my bookshelf. So. Two is going to be teal. Ooh. Ooh. I'm I like, is book three going to be pink? <laughs> book three is going to be red. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm breaking stuff. <laughs> I always break something. She's always yanking on my headphones. Yeah, get out of the shade. 
All right. Do you have uh, anything else you'd like to ask our friend Hillary before oh. we ask our uh, final question? I don't know. I'll probably think of something else after. What's yeah, the final I know. Question? Let's face it. A lot of these obviously got pulled <laughs> out. What's the final ass. question? I don't know. Uh, but one of the things we always want to ask, I say our authors, we've had two, you being one of them. <laughs> I was like, we've had one, and but, now. <laughs> but it sounds cool. It sounds important. We're like all their other authors that we've had on. Much like, uh, much like the two of us. <laughs> we who, ask this question every time. Who uh, have yet to read your book. Uh, if you could describe uh, Crown of Roses in one word, what could it be? So you sent me the list of prep questions, and I saw that one. And I <laughs> You're like, having, one like, word? Heart palpitations. <laughs> you can use like, three words if you need. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know how to just, I'm like, I have a hard enough time trying to think of an elevator pitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm like two no, paragraphs say, final. Um, if I can use three, I would say a storytelling adventure because Ooh, it's just got it. so many like twists and turns and like all the, all the things that like make up like epic fantasies and stuff like that. That's so nostalgic. I love that. Yeah. A little personal touch. I love it. Well, I guess on that note, well, uh, Mama, you want to read this? If you want to talk Which about part? Crown of Roses, brief overview of Crown oh. of Roses. Uh, once again, for anyone who's interested okay. in Crown of Roses. Um, I get to take the stage. Yeah, you get to take oh. the stage. Ooh. A brief overview of Crown of Roses. A blood-cursed princess desperate to save her kingdom. A soulless warrior determined to help her. A morally gray fae with nothing to lose. Dun-dun-dun. Like say. Oh, so I actually less. funny. I just bought the uh, the Kindle version of your book last night. So I plan on starting it as soon as we finish this. I was gonna read it, start it last night, and then I was exhausted and went to sleep. And then today we had to make shirts and run errands and everything else. So I was like, well, guess we're starting it after we have the interview. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? It's okay. We try to make these, we, we want to make more of these episodes as spoiler-free as possible. We're trying to intrigue the audience, you know, yeah. but it's it's about you. It's about who is the author and, yeah. I feel like it works. Yeah, it works. Maybe we'll do earlier Charlotte with, or, yeah, almost, almost said Scarlett. That's <laughs> like, enough. Wait, which name are you? <laughs> who are you today? Uh, we were talking about, like, what book we want to do on our uh, Save for the Smut episode. So maybe we can do Crown of Roses next. I'm down Because we're going to talk about, like, maybe starting kind of a thing where we do author interviews. And then later <laughs> on in the week, we post our book club episode. So, like, the author interview kind of gets people interested in the book. And then they can either read it with us that week I mean, some people can't read that fast. Yeah. I mean, I losers. can't do that anymore. I'm hit or miss. I'm hit or miss. Either I read a book in a night or, or I'm a mood reader. And so then I'll be reading like, I'm like, eh, after a couple pages, I'm like, I want to skip to this. And then I I'm skip a back. Reader. I just yeah? Read, yeah. I just read Throne of Glass in like a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's up on my TBR right, right. now. It's been, it's it's been so long good. enough. <laughs> well, Throne of Glass 1 and 2 were like, eh. I might like them. Eh. You would like them. Eh. <laughs> I was we'll excited to get to Rowan, okay? I was like, I looked up and it was like, Rowan enters in book four. And I was like, what? <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm not ready. I need more. 
Like, Bailey's so mad over there. Yeah, she's, like, ready for us. <laughs> she drank all her water, and now she's looking at me like it's my fault. All right, I'm sorry, she's Bailey. She's a judger. Oh, once again, for those, uh, thank you, Hillary, for thank coming on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Crown of Roses is out on, uh, I would say, most platforms. Amazon, I'm assuming. Um, where, yes. where else can you find Crown of Roses? Um, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Walmart. Mostly all online, but if you go into, um, if you go into... Barnes and Noble to order it for you. Wonderful. Ooh. All right. And I'm a so, big online shopper, so that's why and, yeah. and my website, like if you want like signed copies and artwork and stickers and stuff. Oh, which or you, you can go to Book Scouts and Crowns and meet her yeah. in person. I forgot the actual dates, but it's May. Eighteenth and nineteenth? Nineteenth or twentieth? I don't know. 19th, so 20th. That weekend. I'm like that weekend. <laughs> All right, and Throne of Dreams is going to be releasing uh, March 28th, 2023, and Realm of Nightmares. That's the day after on... Riley's birthday. Well, there we go. Happy yeah, birthday, it's, Riley. It's two days before mine. Aww! <laughs> yeah, it'll be my daughter's 13th birthday. So. And we did the same thing for oh. Truth and Traitors. Oh, Jesus Christ. Who wants to say how old I'll be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm accepted at this point. I'm yeah. like, ah. And uh, Realm of Nightmares will be releasing on September 19th, 2023. Very exciting. We are so happy for you and so happy that you just are finally living out your fantasy author dream, too. Keep writing fantasy. Don't ever give it up. I'm so excited (laughs) to meet you in May. I know. Uh, You're definitely one of my favorite authors that I'm excited to go meet at Crowns of Cock. Crowns of Cock. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah, We're all going to have to go get dinners and have fun and hang out. Yes. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's going to be a blast. Oh, you didn't go to the first one, right? I did not, no. Okay, I didn't think so. I was like, I don't think I saw you there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even know yeah. it was a thing until, like, afterwards when everyone was, like, talking about it. And I was like, oh. Right. Like, damn it. <laughs> and then everyone came out with balls. So now I'm like, oh, I got to go to that one and that one and that one. Yep. Like, there's one in Nashville uh, in 2024. Yeah. One in Colorado in 2024. Sure, another book, Scouts and Crowns in 2024. Yeah. Jordan and Cody, Bethany, looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one I'm going to. Um, it's not really. It's not just a ball though. It's like a full blown like con. It's called Literary oh. Love Savannah, and it's like four days long. And there's like panels and signings. They're gonna have like a tattoo artist on site. There's like late night smut talk. Smut talk. Savannah, Savannah like, Georgia. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Savannah, Georgia. Literary Love Savannah LLS. There's like a huge like Facebook group for it online. They have like all the info. All the I can't spell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I'm like, away. I'm watching. Literary. <laughs> what I love. And well, it doesn't help that it doesn't spell check me. Yeah, I know. No <laughs> kidding. I'll send you the Facebook group. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to get it. Oh, I found it. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh but they're going to have a the whole purpose Facebook. of that was they're going to have a goddess ball, is what I was all right. Oh. And they're going to have, they have like themed parties. Like there's like a wide shoes party. There's like a monster party, a vampire party and like all kinds of, you know, I want the vampire cool. one. <laughs> all right. Oh, well, this is amazing. Thank you, Hillary. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, and you can see us there in 2023. <laughs> all right. Once again, go buy crown of roses. Yes. Go do it. Do you it. Or we will find you. <laughs> <laughs> And murder you. And once again, as always, keep reading your smut. She hates keep your crown we do it every tight. <laughs> and I never think of better things to say. Keep drinking your booze. Put it in your butt. Where that crown's <laughs> Put it in your butt. Put it in your butt. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you. All right, babes. We'll catch you at some point in the near future. Don't ask us because we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> and at the end, thank you, Hillary, so much for coming You're on the so show. Welcome. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Later. Bye.